You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Age of Radio. Because it's sports talk with Cooper and Big Man. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. All right, we are back once again. It is Sports Talk with Cooper and Big Man. I am Big Man, and as always, joining me, Cooper. Cooper, how you doing, brother? Doing pretty good, buddy. Football talk. Oh, yes. We love football talk. We love to talk the sports of football. I'm kind of sad it's almost over. It is. They're basically one game away for it be the saddest days (laughs) of our lives (sighs) until August or whenever they can actually bring football back. I'm crying. Oh, man up, kumquat. Yeah. All right. All right, let's do this. Let's get to dive into this. So, we had the championship games for each conference, AFC, NFC. The Buffalo Bills took on the Kansas City Chiefs. The Chiefs won 38-24. And in the NFC championship game, the Buccaneers upset the Packers in Green Bay 31-26. Oh, Tom Brady in another flipping Super Bowl. That, wouldn't that make his 10th Super Bowl? Yeah, 10. Who cares? No one likes Tom Brady. And if he actually did win, could we call him the GOAT? No. <laughs> Goats don't cheat. Am I poking the bear, buddy? I'm going to maul you to death. <laughs> All right, let's do this. All right, so we got some notes for you. And then there were two. After a long and tumultuous season that saw some NFL firsts and crazy postponements due to COVID, we have reached the Super Bowl where we have the Chiefs taking on the Buccaneers in Super Bowl 55. How we got here was a story within itself as Tom Brady left New England and chose Tampa Bay as his preferred destination to lead a team to a Super Bowl. Meanwhile, the Kansas City Chiefs, led by the very very talented Patrick Mahomes and suddenly uh, Chris's number one new quarterback, Seemed to be on a cruise control throughout most of the season and still managed an impressive 14-2 record. On February 7th, we will find out who is the more impressive team and crown a new Super Bowl champion. Will the Chiefs be back-to-back champs or will Tom Brady win his 7th Super Bowl? Only time will tell. Koopa, your thoughts on this Super Bowl? Either way, man, this is history, dude. It is. Chiefs, if they can win it back-to-back, that's pretty awesome. Yeah. Then again, if Tom Brady could win it, you know, unprecedented uh, seven titles. Yeah, that's that's pretty cool. 
And also he gets to rub it into his former coach, Bill Belichick's which, face. Which is even better because uh, I can't stand Bill Belichick. And Bill Belichick was, uh, you know, thought he could do better without him. So guess what? It didn't happen. It didn't happen. It wasn't even close. So, we'll give Tom Brady that. He was able to prove that he wasn't completely done. And and the fact that he got Gronk to come. Yeah, got Gronk yeah, out of retirement. And they got Antonio Brown. Mm-hmm. It, it's... I mean, it's a good team, dude. It's just, you know. Right. I know how you feel. It's Tom Brady, so it's kind of. Cheater! It, it's cool for Florida, but it sucks because it's Tom Brady. Yeah. So, and I'm just happy for the Chiefs. It didn't take them 50 years to get back to a Super Bowl. Well, there you go. <clears throat> we won't bring that up. <laughs> yeah. All right, so speaking of some firsts that happened this season. As we mentioned before, the due to postponements from the COVID pandemic, the NFL had a game featured on every day of the week at one point or another throughout the season. So that's right. Monday, all the way through Sunday, at one point, featured a game. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Dude, football Saturday, was fun this year for that fact. Yeah, it was interesting because almost every week we had a game somewhere randomly throughout the week. And you're like, whoa, hey, here we go. Like, right on. <laughs> it made it fun and entertaining. This season, of course, also featured no true off-season programming or preseason games. But the most unique will be on February 7th at the Super Bowl as the Tampa Bay Buccaneers will be the first host team to play in a Super Bowl at their stadium. This nearly happened twice before, but those Super Bowls were played in different stadiums than the team than the team that played in those Super Bowls. It happened in 1979 Super Bowl that saw the Los Angeles Rams taking on the Pittsburgh Steelers at the Rose Bowl in Pasadena, California. The Rams, of course, played in the L.A. Coliseum during this time. Then it happened almost again in 1984 when the San Francisco 49ers played the Miami Dolphins at Stanford Stadium in Palo Alto, California. The Niners played their games at Candlestick Park at the time. So, Cooper, we have a first in NFL history. The host team is in the Super Bowl that they're hosting. This is awesome. There's been a first for a lot of things this year. So, uh... You know, it seems fitting that we go out with a bang, you know what I mean? So Yeah, it's pretty interesting that uh, the finally the host of the party actually gets to be at the party. Right, yeah, <laughs> so that's pretty sweet. Right. So that makes things a lot more entertaining, uh, to say the least. It's going to be interesting. Uh, uh, unfortunately, due to the pandemic, it, it, I believe they're capping out fans to 22,000. Yeah, but about the only thing that sucks is most of the fans will be bug fans there, so... Probably, yeah. You know what I mean? Yep. It's kind of it's kind of like the away team is actually the actual away team this year. So yeah, it's not really technically a neutral side. So yeah, that's gonna be interesting. Of course, uh, eventually soon the Rams will be hosting the Super Bowl, and hopefully we're good enough to be at that Super Bowl. I doubt it, but you know we'll see what happens. Yeah, we'll be discussing that at some point down the road. So eventually we will also discuss what the Buffalo Bills and Green Bay Packers need to do to take the next step to be in the Super Bowl soon. But we're going to continue with our offseason segment from where we left off, and that is with the fifth overall pick, the Cincinnati Bengals. The Bengals obviously will be not taking a quarterback this year as they picked Joe Burrow first overall last year, and he had a strong and he was a strong candidate for Rookie of the Year prior to a season-ending knee injury. The team should look to improve that offensive line or at least look to get Burrow a talented pass catcher to help that offense. Cooper, your thoughts on what the Bengals need to do this offseason? Uh, well, we see him get hurt, dude. He needs he needs some more offensive line. Yeah. I mean, uh, we can tell. We can already see that his receivers and all that are good to go. 
Because, I mean, he's he had a pretty good season. He probably would have been rookie of the year if it wasn't for his injury. So, right. you know, uh, I vote for a offensive lineman. Yeah, and there's plenty of good offensive linemen available. Of course, Penny Sewell is going to be uh, up in the top five around there. There's the uh, other offensive tackle from, uh, was it Northwestern, I believe. Uh, he's considered one of the top uh, more more well-rounded already tackles, whereas Penesuel still has some ability to grow into being an, but so a lot of people say he's going to be, he's basically the next Jonathan Ogden as it stands right now. Um, and when it comes to tackles, so, or Orlando Pace, if you are um, into offensive tackles like I am when it comes to needing to protect the blind side of a quarterback. Oh yeah, man. I think that the offensive line is a good, it's, it's what helps win games, dude. If a quarterback can't be, you know, if he can't be defended, I mean, or he can't be, or if he can't uh, be protected, be protected. There you go. I'm sorry. I, okay. I'm tripping on my words tonight. But if you can't be protected, then, you know, yeah. you really don't have a game. Right. So. And at one point uh, before his uh, season-ending injury, Burrow was actually leading, well, the team was leading the league in sacks on their quarterback. So, that's what led to him getting injured. Yeah. So, all right, next up at six overall are the Philadelphia Eagles. Man, this team is a freaking fire dumpster right now. But there's a good chance this team will stick with either Wentz or Hurts at quarterback. New head coach Nick Sirianni will need to decide who the team starter is going forward. With that, the team needs more wide receiver help, and there's plenty to gain. Those, uh... Though this team, I was supposed to say though this team, not those this team. Uh, the, this team does need a quality linebacker as well. I wouldn't be surprised though if this team did try to trade down for, with a quarterback needy team to either pick up a talented player or more draft picks since they have lots of needs. Cooper, your thoughts on the Eagles after their hellacious season? Well, to be honest, they have two very good quarterbacks right now. As it as is, uh-huh. I think uh, maybe trade Carson Wentz. Yeah. You could, I could definitely uh, see that. Trade him for you know a better or trade him for a better draft spot maybe, mm. and uh, or just another first round draft or pick. Another first round draft pick. So get we'll see what happens, dude. Because I think that Jalen Hurts is gonna be fine. So yeah, Jalen Hurts definitely showed some abilities. Uh, he is very much more mobile, of course, than Carson Wentz. Uh, he lacks a little bit in arm talent that Carson has, but it's not like it's. But he makes up. He makes up for it in his running ability. Yeah, and it's and it's not so run. terrible. And it's not like it's terrible. Yeah. It's not like you're like, oh my god, don't throw the ball ever. Yeah. He does have quality arm talent. So and he and, did, he, and he improved. And he only get better. So yeah, he, he was improving in, from college. Uh, he was the you know quarterback at Alabama for a while. Did get replaced by Tua, but when he went to Oklahoma, he I, he did actually improve his. Arm talent a lot, and of course, the more you should get to the NFL speed, the better you can be. Uh, great, great case in point: Josh Allen, who was a below around fifty average completion percentage quarterback, who bumped all the way up to seventy percent this year in his third year. So, it you can improve. Yeah, and uh, I don't see any reason why Hurts can't improve. So he just I don't he doesn't have the arm talent and the fact that he's not got that deep ball. I don't think like. Wentz has, but you're right. It was probably going to be best to try to move on from Wentz. All right, and then uh, coming in at number seven uh, in the picks is the Detroit Lions. It is already reported that the team will try to trade incumbent starting quarterback Matthew Stafford. 
and look to pick up a quarterback of the future. This team, the t- this team needs to do better with their new quarterback than they did with Stafford. They had only really gotten Stafford uh, one true talented receiver in Calvin Johnson, and he even bailed early in his career because of the team's lack of ability to put a contender together. So, Cooper, your thoughts on the Detroit Lions? I think this has the, been the problem for years with the Detroit Lions. I mean, you look at Barry Sanders. Mm-hmm. You know, another one who ended out at ended in the middle of his prime. Yeah, in the middle of his prime because he knew he wasn't going anywhere, and there was no chance of him ever getting a Super Bowl. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm happy for Matthew Stafford. Mm-hmm. I think he's a great quarterback. I think he just doesn't have enough talent around him. Yeah. I think he is great, and I think that's that's the biggest problem with quarterbacks is. There's a lot of good talent out there, mm-hmm. but when you're that damn good, yeah, you get ta- you get drafted to like the shittiest team, right? Which so, is usually Detroit. <laughs> so there you go. Or Jacksonville this past year. <laughs> yeah, and I, I I hope that Jacksonville makes a turnaround on this year, and I think with Urban Meyer and things like that, they're they're going to absolutely. It, it'll be different. Yeah. You know, so yeah, but I, like I said, I think that they need to do a better job of surrounding their new quarterback with better talent than they did with poor Stafford. Because Stafford was a very talented quarterback. Yeah, he did not lack in talent. He lacked in talent around him. Yes. Other than when he had Calvin Johnson, obviously, because Calvin Johnson was a stud at wide receiver. Well, there's no denying that whatsoever. There's no. There's a reason why he was called Megatron for. Right. <laughs> for how talented he was, because he just was pretty much a major Decepticon, because he's deceptively fast. And he was, too. All right, man, finally the Carolina Panthers come in at number eight overall and has some talent on the offensive side, though there is no rule saying that they can't get more talented uh, players on that offense. However, the team does need to improve their defense and find a leader to replace Luke Keekley, who retired suddenly last offseason. I do look for this team to actually move up if there's someone within they like within the range of their of drafting. So, Cooper, your thoughts? Yeah, I, I definitely think so. I think that they need to find a good leader on defense. But also, I know you're a Teddy Bridgewater guy, but I also think that uh, maybe they can get a better quarterback. So, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if they actually drafted one if they liked one in this draft and then sat him by, behind Bridgewater for yeah. two years because Bridgewater does have two years remaining on his contract, fully guaranteed, and that would be good. I'm not taking nothing away from Bridgewater. I think he's a very good talent, but I also yeah. think he's very injury prone. So you never know what's going to happen with him, and that's the scary part. Yeah, that is true. That can so, end up being a very major problem. Um, but as far as replacing Luke Keekley. Yeah, they really, they really need to look for that that middle linebacker. That, that's somebody that can, that can uh, lead that team. And uh, yeah, I mean, they, you're you're never gonna really truly replace him, replace him. But you need somebody who can yeah fill that void, fill that, that void, and you know yeah, it's cause it's gonna be tough because Luke Keekley was was beast and a great leader for that team, and it was very sad. That, I mean, unfortunately, injuries played a huge role in his unfortunate retirement. Yeah. It's not like he walked away because the team was terrible. Oh, he yeah. walked away for his health, just like Andrew Luck. Yeah. He didn't walk away because the Colts were terrible. He walked away because of his health. Yeah. So it's not It's not like, oh, it's not like, I'm not blaming Calvin Johnson because it, I understand him walking away too because when the team is terrible and won't move you on to somebody else. I can see you. That's and the same thing with Barry Sanders in that aspect. He was not allowed to be moved on. 
yeah. somewhere else. And so that's why um, that. But I can say you, when you take your um, health into effect more than what, you know. Oh, yeah, that's, that's, that's very respectful. Mm-hmm. I mean, and that's a man's man's way of doing it, too. I, I don't care what you say um, because we do, you know, people don't think about it, but people do have lives after football. Right. And uh, they have families. They have, you know, things that they need to think about, too. And it's just so when you get to that point where your body says no, mm-hmm. stop. You know, yeah. I mean, it's 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 not it's not worth it. It's not a coward's way out. It's not anything like that. Because really, I mean, hey, I'd love to be in their shoes. I'm in a dang wheelchair. I can't play football. So the fact that you made it to the NFL and got to do all the cool shit you did. In the first place, yeah. Yeah, I'm happy for you. Right. So. And just unfortunate that injury had to be the reason why. You, I, this is the only thing I just hate for people who have to retire due to injury. Cause yeah. You're not retiring on like, your terms. Like Ryan Shazier. Um, yeah. You're not retiring on your terms, you know. Everybody would love to have the, well, even Peyton Manning's way out wasn't that great. Okay, everybody would actually love the John Elway way of going out because he did kind of go out pretty much still healthy when he retired. And because Peyton was pretty much done, his arm was nothing after that. Uh, Kind of like like Drew Brees is right now. Right now, yeah. It's basically, buddy, everybody would love to be able to go out in the sunset, Super Bowl champ. It's just not possible. And, you know, maybe it's, Drew, if Tom Brady wins, maybe he'll freaking do that. So we'll sh- go away finally. Freaking a. <laughs> That's all big man was. Is if you if you win, will you go, go away? away, Tom Brady? That's all he was. Go away, God! I'm sick and tired of Tom Brady. <laughs> I'm sick and tired of Skip Bayless and his love but for th- Tom that's Brady. That's why too. I thought it was so funny that you actually liked the movie Ted. Because I mean, I swear they they pretty much. <laughs> Well, Ted 2 was really, <laughs> really about love for Brady. And, uh, <laughs> it's just too so, much. Uh, but, yeah, man, it's going to be an interesting game. I cannot wait to see this. Uh, you know, we've got we've got a theater room now. We can watch our big games on. I'm excited for this. We're doing big things. Big things popping in the big man Koopa house. How you doing? Yes, sir. It's going to be fun on a bun, man. We're going to have that Super Bowl. We got more. Uh, we got NBA games. The NBA season's really kicking off. We had LeBron going off last night for it. Ooh, boy. We can't wait and to talk about that. don't forget about that shake and bake, baby. We doing some NASCAR talk. How you doing? That's right. NASCAR talk will be uh, commencing soon. Basically, we'll be dividing uh, football talk into a NASCAR football talk, basically, because we still have off-season stuff to talk about. And, of course, we have NASCAR getting ready to kick up some... Oh, I forgot to mention, though, we are technically having a Pro Bowl this year. Are we now? Yes, in a very weird way. Hmm. You want to know about it? Yes. So, in the article I saw on ESPN.com, there's going to be four representatives from the NFC, four representatives from the AFC, and they're going to live game Madden with the Pro Bowl rosters. Each representative gets a quarter. That's interesting, I guess. Yep, and it's going to be streamed on Twitch, Facebook, and Twitter. Well, that's pretty cool. Yep, and Snoop Dogg is going to be part of it. Oh, Lord. <laughs> there we go. What isn't Snoop part of it now? I know, anymore? right? 
Hey Snoop, you want to be part of our podcast? I mean, it would help us out greatly. I mean, won't right. do nothing you're, for you. You're but... a Lakers fan. You're, you're, you know. Hey, you're, he's a Steelers fan. He's a Steelers fan. He's a Lakers fan. I get along with him just fine. Yeah. And there's some other stuff he likes too. That uh, <clears throat> I like. But uh, um, we will go there. <laughs> talking about gin and juice. Lay back. <laughs> got my money, my money, my money, my money. Never mind. I suck at singing. I'm sorry for that. All right, man, that pretty much does it for us. Make sure to tune in Saturday when we preview the Royal Rumble. Oh, yes, my one of my favorites of all time. Bad Bunny's performing at the Rumble. Bad Bunny? Mm-hmm. I don't know, some famous rapper. He does that weird commercial with Snoop Dogg, speaking of Snoop, uh, where he answers his seashell phone. I don't know, man. Uh, I don't know. I don't stay up with the times anymore. I'm still stuck on on Dre and Snoop and Tupac, things like that. You know, I don't really. I mean, I'll listen to Kevin Gates or Lil Wayne or something. NF. NF. But NF is, yeah. NF's NF. He's cool. Um. But yeah, I'm not really. I'm not really up with the times on this rapper or that rapper. Um, there was a couple rappers over the past couple of years that have passed away, and I was like, who is that? I don't know. And then, like, it's just, it's crazy, because these kids and these teenagers are getting so upset, and I'm like, who is this person? Right. So. It's crazy. That, that really makes you think about how old you're getting, it, doesn't it? That's bad, buddy. Yeah, I wouldn't know who the heck that is. <laughs> He's like, I don't know. From... I don't know who that is. Benito Antonio Martinez Ocasio. Oh, cool. He's a Puerto Rican rapper. He's a pretty guy. So there you go. He's a pretty boy, just the way you like it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, he has a video on here that features Drake. Anyway, so, anyways, the Royal Rumble, of course, this Sunday. We're going to be excited. We're looking forward to it. It's going to be amazing. Oh, yes. I hope there's some uh, some surprise entrance. Um, we'll be talking about that, of course, on Saturday. I hope John C. John Cena comes back. Come on, man. The Undertaker's retired. We're going to have John Cena at least once or twice a year now. <laughs> John Cena's going to be the new Undertaker. He only wrestles it's, once a year. He's got to shave his head. He's got to do something. He looks like freaking Ernest, dude. Yeah, he's got to do something. He's got to do something with that hair, bro. Or he looks like a short and overly muscular JBL. Yeah. One of the two. And, of course, Sunday we'll be talking about basketball talk. Ooh, yeah. We'll be talking about some great basketball stuff. Uh, Next Tuesday we'll be, of course, doing a little bit of pre-NASCAR kickoff to the season because we're getting ready for that. And, of course, we'll be uh, working more on the off-season needs for teams in the NFL. I think that does it. Oh, yes, that does it. I think so. Any more household items we have to do before we sign out of here? Not that I'm aware of. Just racking my brain. Nope, we're good. All right, so here we go. And as always, keep keep on on talking talking sports. sports.